In today's show, we've got news about Tokyo Disneyland park experiences, more Disney parks layoffs, the standby app is coming to Disneyland Paris, headline news, trivia, and so much more, all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. How you doing tonight, Uncle Tony? Doing good. Excellent, excellent. So glad that you were here. So glad that everybody's here tonight. Uh, we do want to say a special word about our sponsors. The sponsor for this episode is our friends at Destinations to Travel. If you're planning on uh, taking a, a vacation of any sort, between now and, and sometime soon, we're available to travel across the world, uh, whether a family vacation or a destination wedding, maybe a cruise. Once we're allowed to cruise again, my cruise got canceled to yours. Uh, the uh, European adventure or maybe, uh, you know, just like a romantic getaway for a few days or any type of travel that you'd like to have. Let destinations of travel be your guide for your dream vacation. They're going to take uh, all the worry, all the stress off of you. If you want to do some of the planning on your own they would love to help you with that because they're going to save you time money and most of all frustration it's always great to have a travel agent helping you uh, especially if you get stuck somewhere and you need that travel agent help and the thing is why wouldn't you because it doesn't cost you a dime and they're going to always find ways for you to save money and save time so go check out our friends at destinations of travel how well, you go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two, travel. That's DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two, travel for our good friends over at Destinations to Travel. How you doing tonight? Good. good. Excellent. How was your weekend? Did you do any fun Disney stuff this weekend? I uh, went to Paddlefish with a little magical dining, and that was good. What'd you have? I had the... Poke, yeah, the catfish, and the yeah. chocolate cake. Did you try the stuffed? Did you try the stuffed cod? No, <sighs> no I heard it was Dude. Susan. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh! They have, they have this uh, cornbread, mm. shrimp, and uh, um, um, what's the little round uh, scallops. Uh, Gallops, thank you. Uh, stuffed cod that's just amaze balls. Yeah, yeah. And James and, had the uh, pork top, and he literally ate that in like three seconds. It was that shocking. good. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Powfish is man. There, I'm impressed. Every time I go there, I have a great experience. Well, hang on. Every time I go there for dinner, I have a great experience. Yeah. I went a couple times just for cocktails and did have a good time. Yeah. We um, we kind of had a, it was like a kind of a liner. Kind of thing. It was like two, yeah, clockish, because right. uh, we all, you know, wanted to get out before Springs becomes a chaos. Yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I do like I, it there. I do like yeah. it there. Um, service is always uh, pretty good. The only time we ha- remember that time we were outside on Upstairs? the back. Yeah, no. and, and, and that was not that was not a good time. I yeah, think it was just that server part. didn't know how to deliver food properly. 
Yeah, it was awkward. It was, it was, uh, in the words of our friends, Aka awkward, yeah. but, uh, but really the dinners that I've had, they've always been great. And, uh, yeah, we got to take some friends from out of town, um, uh, to do magical dining. And they said, that's one of the best meals they've had their entire vacation. So I was pretty excited about yeah, that. That's good. Uh, Beaches um, went to Haleo from magical dining. We may have to try that as long as it's not, <laughs> Well, it is price fixed, so we're okay. But I will have to probably stop at Splitsville to get some sushi on the way home. Yeah, get something else afterwards because you're going to go away. We Uh, have uh, a little – here's your appetizer, your entree, and then your dessert. That's right. (laughs) That's $755. Thank you for playing. We thought about going back to it and giving it another shot, but Mm. um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. When I come back, we'll we'll check it out. And I think I know I've got – uh, a dinner, I think Sunday night. I think we're going to um, um, Topolino's Terrace for my birthday for dinner because we haven't had dinner yet there. So that's, yeah, that's be, I haven't yeah. had dinner there. It's a good idea. All right. So, uh, oh, uh, if you're asking about what I did this weekend, I yes. watched Disney. That's all I did. I did very little except Disney Plus. That's all I did. My uh, had a little bit of a crazy thing happen with Sid. I was just yeah. coming off of cold, as you guys heard last week. I was yeah. by the time Any, I got done with the show, I was not really like this. So, it was awful. what did you uh, watch that was of interest? Anything? I watched the um, I watched the uh, the day the Animal Kingdom. The magic of this is Animal Kingdom, primarily. That was the one thing, and then I flitted around between some Marvel stuff, and mm. um, and then I I wound up watching. Um, I think I wound up watching Guardians of the Galaxy again. I don't. I I that's my go to man. Guardians Guardians two sometimes, mm. but uh, I'll do that in a any any of the animated Star Wars stuff. Right. Uh, I did that as well, and then I wound up watching. Um, um, Pixar shorts. Oh, well, yeah, that's pretty good. That's what I did. I just, yeah. I have very short attention span. So if I'm not watching YouTube, I'm usually watching mm. that kind of stuff. So you should have been watching the extended Zenmation. Oh, that's out too. I missed that. I'll watch it. It's still yeah. there. I'll watch and, it. And uh, I watched uh, Mr. Holland's Opus for the probably a eight million time. time. Yeah, what? that's a. That movie's great. That movie has a very special place in my heart. Um, mm. uh, but it does remind me of a, a very difficult time in my life. So I, I have a hard time watching that movie, but yeah. it's phenomenal. Yeah. Because uh, it, yeah. it's so much my life when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, band and music. The woman uh, that plays uh, uh, Zenwina, you know, the one that sings in the Gershwin play part of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She is starring in Top Gun 2 with uh, Mr. Tom Cruise. Top Gun 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I I have to confess, uh, <laughs> confession time, I did watch one of those trailers, Top Gun. Did you? Yeah. It's pretty nice, isn't it? It's exciting. <sighs> Man, it can't happen fast enough. Just open up the Dolby Atmos Theater, let it rip potato chip. There you go. That sounds good. Actually, you know what? I would go. I think I would go. Want to see that in an IMAX? Yeah, I want the pretty- full on big screen, huge sound uh, effects of that uh, movie. I think. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they do it because I, you know, I hope they don't like do remixes of like. 
I don't want to hear that. Do all new music. Don't do any of the old stuff. Yeah. The one thing that I I was looking at the IMDb and there's no uh, Anthony Edwards, which obviously they can't be because he's dead. But I was thinking maybe some kind of flashback thing or something. And maybe he's in there uncredited. I don't know. Uh, But I guess we've really gone off on a tangent here. <laughs> we started with the blacklist. We went around to some Disney, started the show, and now we're talking about Top Gun. Welcome uh, to the podcast. Anybody want to listen hear about Disney news at all today? Yeah, let's talk about Disney stuff. All right. Um, all right. There's nothing else we can do but get into the news. The news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Um, there's some new experiences happening over at Tokyo Disneyland Park, featuring some new Fantasyland, uh, some Enchanted Tale of Beauty and the Beast, and more that's officially open. So other parks are opening new attractions. Why can't we? Um, so inside of the Beast Castle, guests will find the Enchanted Tale of Beauty and the Beast, which is a unique attraction created just for Tokyo Disneyland, where guests can dance to the music from one of the most beloved Walt Disney Animated Studios films, the aforementioned Beauty and the Beast. Um the attraction brings the story to life in a way that's never been seen before. Guests will board enchanted serving dishes and follow Belle on a romantic musical adventure where she dances her way into the heart of the beast just in time to break the fateful spell. Uh, also, which, by the way, if you haven't seen the video of it, go find it on YouTube. Totally worth it. You won't understand a word that they're saying, but you'll get the point. It's amazing. Uh, and pay attention to the dinner table. Trust me on that. The Happy Ride with Baymax is the first Disney attraction featuring Baymax from Disney's animations, Disney Animation's Oscar-winning film Big Hero 6. On the road to making people feel happy, Baymax uh, first helps make people healthy. Uh, We can't wait for guests to hear six brand-new songs for the first time in forever as the attraction swings guests around and around. So I guess this is like a... Hoop to do review. Hoop to do swirly fin thingy. Yeah. Uh, then over at Mini Style Studio, guests will see some of the fun details of how Minnie creates her different fashion creations. Mini Style Studio will be the first character greeting location at Tokyo Disneyland Park where guests can meet the famous mouse. All of Minnie's friends that live in Toontown get their clothes from her, and guests who come by to get a photo with her will get to see it all firsthand. The entire cast of Tokyo Disneyland, excuse me, Tokyo Disney Resort is looking forward to welcoming guests to the new experiences and providing an enjoyable experience at the parks. Uh, Thank you. I think this uh, mini is uh, kind of based off our bell attraction. You know, like the marriage kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Really? You think? Yeah, Yeah, I think so. I think it's uh, very similar to that from what I read. We'll have to see. Seeing is believing. There's Same no video of that. The Beauty and the Beast thing, lots of video. Minnie's thing, yeah. nobody. <laughs> not so much. Yeah. Uh, it's not for lack of trying. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, there's new Coca-Cola X uh, Walt Disney World Resort Collection is now available at Disney Springs. So if you need some branded Coke merchandise, you know, Coca-Cola will thank you for wearing their brand. They won't pay you, yes. but they'll thank you. <laughs> no, you'll pay them. You got to buy yeah. it. 
Yeah, uh, exclusive to the Coke store at Disney Springs. This new collection is the perfect blend of both iconic brands uh, brought together in a bold and refreshing way. The product developers mm-hmm. were inspired by the timeless appeal and the youthful optimism both brands represent, and the design approach is all uh, about bold simplicity. It is celebrating mm-hmm. the iconic Mickey Mouse icon with the Coca-Cola uh, stripe logo. So it's a blending. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. This is where the world's uh, favorite soft drink meets the happiest place on earth. Uh, so you can get a whole bunch of different stuff. They have uh, T-shirts and sweatshirts and drinkware and hats and keychains and more. Anything that they can stick this uh, branding on. And don't yeah. forget about the Coca-Cola store on the rooftop uh, where the beverage bar located at the very top floor of the store. Here you'll be able to explore Coca-Cola's classic favorites uh, and even exotic flavors from all corners of the globe uh, mm. with a breathtaking panoramic view. Uh, they have quite an extensive beverage menu, including frozen drinks, classic Coca-Cola floats, and the popular taste around the world tray, where you can try up yep. to 16 international 16. Uh, and Is spirit- Beverly uh, I'm not sure. Uh, spirited beverages are also available, like the seasonal Fanta Ween. Get it? Fanta Ween. Mm. Uh, Punch, Mm -hmm. which is available from October 1st to uh, October 31st, and valid ID is required for the Fanta Bean. Yes. Yeah, I got it. I have not uh, done the 16. I figured it was the same that we got in Epcot that was free, because this is not free. This, you have to pay for this drag, from what I understand. Yeah, no. It's different. Plus, I think in Epcot, they only had like, what, six or eight max. This is 16. Uh, I think they are different. I remember at least when they launched it, it was different because I remember saying, hey, is there Beverly on here? It's like, no, these are all different flavors from different parts of the world. I'm like, ooh. Maybe we should go try it. We should do it. Do a video of it. Yeah. Then everybody just scrunched up our faces when we try uh, If we don't like it, just throw them over the railing. Yes, we need to sit on the side that's not facing our buddies at, at Wolfgang Puck. Oh, yeah. So we, yeah, we need to go that way. Yeah. Uh, so, boys and girls, if you're fans of kitchenware and you're fans of William Sonoma, I'm about to break your wallet because William Sonoma has announced a new Disney collection. <gasps> Disney fans won't mind having these mice in their kitchens. <laughs> Thanks to the new Disney Mickey and Minnie collection from William Sonoma, the beloved mouse couple will always be on hand to help with the cooking. Uh, ranging from everyday cooking tools like an adorable smiling Minnie Mouse flex spatula uh, to a full complement uh, of Mickey-themed kitchen and with a vintage Mickey Smeg refrigerator. What is uh, SEMG? It's a specific brand. Oh, got it. Uh, oh, for a whopping $27.99, that's $2,799, folks. Uh, there's something in the 19-item collection for every Disney, Disney-loving cook. Uh, Disney fans will also find several items in the Williams-Sonoma Disney collection to help them create Disney-inspired meals, including mouse-shaped pancake molds to make the uh, favorite theme park breakfast treat at home, plus the set of two Le Crusette. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Mm-hmm. Mickey Thanks. Mouse 
ramekins, uh, which are perfect for kid-sized servings of Epcot's famous mac and cheese. And the 21, count them, 21-piece Mickey and Friends cookie baking kit, which will be in Park Hopper City's kitchen very shortly, uh, which includes everything you need to bake the most delicious cookies on Earth, but most importantly, mini Mickey, Donald, Daisy, Goofy, and Pluto cookie cutters. Nice. Got it. Oh. Last and certainly not least, chefs of all ages will be ready to get to work in adult and kid-sized Mickey and Minnie aprons. Uh, and just in time for the holidays, Mickey and Minnie oven uh, and apron oven mitt and apron sets <laughs> will make the perfect gift for your chef Disney fan. I will throw one more item on this. Okay. Uh, not at William and Sonoma, but Costco has the Pyrex uh, sets. So they have the Star Wars, the Marvel, and the Mickey Mini uh, Pyrex oh, sets. Yeah. At, uh, so right. if you're looking for that, uh, it's a th- six-piece set. It's three Pyrex things with lids, and that is at Costco for a very good price. Yep. Nice. Yep. I'm uh I'm looking for the William Sonoma stuff and I'm not finding it. Is is it on Shop Disney? No, it's on William Sonoma. Yeah. No, no. yeah, I'll be right there. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh Disneyland Paris is getting a new standby pass app. So starting October 6th, uh, Disneyland Paris will test a new virtual queue tool called Standby Pass. Very original naming. Which... Well, I'm sure it's much better in French. You will stand by. (laughs) Uh, Which will help optimize the amount of time guests spend in queues uh, for some or the most popular attractions at both Disneyland uh, Park and Walt Disney Studio Park. The new service will be launched uh, on the official Disneyland Paris app, starting with Crush's Coaster, and then will be rolled out progressively over the coming weeks to Dumbo, Peter Pan, Big Thunder, Star Wars Hyperspace, Autotopia, Twilight Zone, Ratatouille, and on and on and on. Uh, With the standby pass, guests can book a time slot to enter the physical queue of the attraction via the park app and return to the queue at the designated time during certain periods of day, subject to availability and dependent on the day-to-day needs of the park. When activated, uh, only guests with standby pass will be able to visit the selected attractions. Uh, Access without uh, standby pass uh, will not be possible for some time every morning and evening. So there's what they're doing is they're getting rid of the standby line and they're just virtually queuing everybody, which might be interesting. Yeah. If you thought fast passes were hard to get, try getting one of these later. You think it's going to make its way over here? Or is that just going to be something that Disneyland? I don't know. Does? I, I I think it depends on how this goes. You know. Uh, so while the standby pass does not offer immediate access to the attraction, it does allow guests to uh, spend part of their uh, queue time uh, in other attractions that don't have this, obviously, uh, and outside for the physical queuing to enjoy the experience of the parks and reinforces the social distancing. I'm not going to tell you how this whole thing works, but I think it would be interesting because I right, so so for things like, you know, Haunted Mansion 
Uh, anything that's got an omni mover that is perpetual, I don't think they'll have that for. But anything that's a, a stop and load, I think they will put a, a standby thing on. And I could see this working for multiple things, even you know uh, the disability access card, because that's basically what you're doing now. Is you're saying right. you're going to the attraction, and you're saying they're saying come back at this time. And then you'll just have less of a weight. And that's exactly what this app is doing. So I could see this, you know, replacing all those kind of things, you know, disability access, standby queue lines and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I I think for locals, if we get, you know, the same access as everybody else and not this tiered, you know, we're the bottom feeders of the standby line. If we get regular access, I'm fine with that because then I can go do other things while I'm waiting for my standby time. And I'm fine with that. I mean, like if I want to go on um, Space Mountain, I could go hop on the Carousel of Progress, see that while I'm virtually queuing for Space Mountain. Right. And as long as Disney's shortening the days and the operating hours, I think it makes sense for people to uh, be able to better utilize their time. So they're not, I don't want to say wasting, but they're not, they're not standing in line for any reason when they could be virtually queued, go enjoy something else. So they get the most enjoyment out of the park since we're already getting kind of, um, uh, unable to use the entire park for the full day. That's the best way of saying it. Yeah. I'll, I'll it that. That's interesting. Fascinating that Disneyland Paris is doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll have to see how it goes. <clears throat> yeah. Be interesting. They bring it here. See how they yeah. do it. Yeah. So if you'd like to uh, support what we do here, you'd like to keep the show on the air. Um, you know, we're using new, uh, we're using some new technology and luckily we got grandfathered in on this, but this, not, this software is not cheap. Um, but we got lucky on this one. But if you'd like to, uh, to support what we do here so we can keep bringing you great Disney content, especially doing it live on uh, Monday nights at 8 PM, uh, go to patreon.com forward slash Disney parks podcast. And that's the best way that you can help support support us there. Uh, and what will happen is, is every month, uh, just a, a little nominal fee and we give you some amazing rewards. And on top of that, we've got up to three shows, uh, in addition that you can get access to, uh, that you won't hear anywhere else except for Patreon. Uh, at the $5 level, you get some extra magic hour shows at the $10 level. You get the brand new and wildly successful, in my opinion, uh, Disney plus podcast show. We talk all things Disney plus, and then there's another level level that you can get all three shows and uh you get a monthly or however many they come out throughout the year a disney by the numbers t-shirt club shirt uh sent directly to you you don't have to do anything it just gets sent right to you uh so if you're into all that you can go check that out uh also if you're one of those people who like to uh support us and uh pay it all up front because i know you know you've got tax time coming up and you want to make sure that all your money is squared away uh you could pay annually and you save 10 percent. so uh it's a win-win-win for everybody and it helps keep us on the air so please go to patreon.com forward slash disney parts podcast and check that out and uh, we would thank you and want to thank all of our current patrons and uh, we appreciate you guys for allowing to help us do what we do 
All right. Hey, John, last week we had a trivia question, as always. <laughs> and it was, what was the name of Jesse's original owner in Toy Story 2? And the correct answer was Emily. <gasps> Emily. And uh, the winner is Beth O. So, Beth, you were the winner. I think I need your mailing address. So, if you're listening, send send us your mailing address. So please do. Please do. Yep. Uh, this week, I may have a controversial and a tricky question for you in our trivia. Are you ready? Yep. All right. Okay. The Handsome Prince in Snow mm-hmm. White and the Seven mm-hmm. Dwarfs mm-hmm. is probably the most mysterious out of all the princess. Princes? Mm-hmm. Princes? Princes. Prin- princes. What? What is his name? Ooh. And it's only said like a few times at the end. So what is the name of Snow White's prince? In the movie Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. If you think you know the correct answer to this question, send it to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. It's Steve. Yes. I thought it was happy. <laughs> so that's a tough hey, that's a tough question. Man, yeah, even a tough time Googling it. So. Yeah, good luck with that, kids. Yeah. yeah. That's that's gonna be a tough one. If uh if you think that you're strong in the force and you'd like to battle Darth Vader, well you can now the new virtual experience called Vader Immortal. Uh Lucasfilm's immense immersive entertainment studio, IML. Easy for you to say. I'm dyslexic. Did I mention I'm slightly dyslexic? <laughs> ILMX Lab has announced a collaboration with the location-based VR company Nomadic to produce Vader Immortal, Vader Immortal Lightsaber Dojo, a Star Wars VR experience. <laughs> Vader Immortal Lightsaber Dojo, a Star Wars VR experience. Ten words. <laughs> That's because it has to be Googleable. Star Wars. Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. Star Wars Return of the Jedi. How hard is that? But it doesn't have uh, anything to do with the VR experience in it. I don't know. It's crazy. You have to have all that stuff. Um, so this is an expansion to the successful launch of Lightsaber Dojo last year. The immense uh, immersive virtual reality experience inspired by the original Episode 3 Lightsaber Dojo from the award-winning Vader Immortal series represents the new evolution of the arcade-style lightsaber training. Fans will be armed with iconic lightsabers, blasters, and the Force as they combat droids and stormtroopers before engaging in an epic duel against Vader himself. Trust me, you're going to lose. He's Vader. Uh, Top-of-the-line VR headset will transport players to the virtual world where they will select their lightsaber and difficulty level. Fans will then be transported to Mustafar, which is not a fun place to go, the fiery planet that Darth Vader calls home. Here, the action takes place inside a custom dojo that offers players dual-wielding, dual-bladed lightsabers, blasters, and force lightning to engage in combat against stormtroopers and droids before you go to the big guy, Darth Vader himself. Uh, He makes his entrance for the final challenge. Cobra Kai, this ain't. 
The ILMX Lab team is excited to bring a new chapter to the Lightsaber Dojo experience, said senior producer Sharif Fatou. Oh, uh, Sharif Fatou. Nah. Senior producer at ILMX Lab. Fans will soon have the opportunity to battle Darth Vader himself using all their abilities in the ultimate test of skill. Gameplay was designed to be highly accessible for novice VR users while still challenging experienced fans. A leaderboard will allow players to track how they raid as they continue to improve their skills. Details on availability and pricing for Vader Immortal Lightsaber Dojo will be available soon. Yeah, I I think they still have a license problem with the other people. Um, Oops. And I don't I don't think they're open yet in Disney Springs. I think they're still closed, obviously for um, pandemic reasons. But um, no, no, it may be. This is an at-home game. This isn't like the void. Yeah, but uh, I'm trying to compare the two things: the VR thing that we had, you know, Mm -hmm. with with this. But um, uh, I don't know. Would you? I'm not. I'm not a VR gamer. I don't. I don't see that. I know it's all the rage, but I don't. I don't see it going anywhere. I don't see it taking off commercially. I think it has uses. I don't think gaming is one of them. Yeah, I think that um, I'm not a gamer, Mm. but I know that people who are uh, love it. And I I think that eventually it will. You know, when you say you don't think it's the future, I'm going to disagree on that, because if you saw the possibilities that a future like uh, uh, Ready Player One could hold, I I think I think it very well could be Uh, the future, because if we get to that. Then yeah. possibly <laughs> that will be the drug of choice for yeah. most people. Yeah. They'll stay in the VR world and they're never come out. Yeah. In my opinion, that's what will happen. A lot of people. Yeah. yeah. But, I don't uh, think we're there my, yet. No, not yet. Not even close. Yeah. The internet is still too slow for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. We could barely get to 5g. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is true. All right. On a sad note, uh, Disney Parks experiences and products made an announcement of some layoffs. Um, uh, Josh DeMauro released a statement uh, that the number of parks experiences and product employees uh, will be reduced due to the uh, longer than expected COVID-19 on the park operations. And I think Mm. everybody is a little... you know, why is this lasting this long, I guess, thing? <laughs> anyway, uh, despite the limited capacity due to physical distancing requirements and the continued uncertainty uh, regarding the duration of the pandemic, uh, which exacerbated in California by Disneyland's uh, resort inability to reopen, uh, Josh DeMaro's uh, statement notes that the company has kept non-working cast members on furlough since April. However... Uh, the statement continues, they will now, unfortunately, need to reduce the workforce at uh, levels of the park's <laughs> experiences and product segment. A decision that affected approximately 28,000 domestic employees, which is about 67% of their part-time uh, staffing. Uh, DeMauro made it clear in his statement that he believes cast members have always been the key to Disney's success by playing a valued and essential role in delivering world-class experience. Uh, I agree with you, Mr. DeMauro. 
and then he went on to say that let me state this is Josh speaking obviously uh, with my belief uh, that the heart and soul of our business is uh, is always and will be the people uh, tomorrow wrote in a letter to employees just like all of you I love what I do I also love being surrounded by people who think about their roles as uh, more than jobs uh, but as opportunities to be part of something special something different and something truly magical uh, tomorrow stated that the company hoped the situation would be short-lived and that Disney parks would recover quickly and return to normal but Seven months later, that has not been the case. He also said that the management team tried to avoid separating anyone from the company, but cutting expenses, suspending projects, and modifying operations. However, is uh, however he explained the company no longer remained fully staffed while operating at this limited capacity. He also went on to say, uh, as heartbreaking as it is to take this action, that is only feasible option uh, that they have uh, in light of the prolonged impact of COVID-19 on their business. Tomorrow wrote, for those who will be affected by this decision, I want to thank you for all that you have done for our company and our guests. Uh, while we don't know when the pandemic will be behind us, we are confident in our resilience and hope to welcome back cast members and employees when they can. So it was very sad, very sad. You know, a lot of people, uh, you know, that had some serious tenure, 20, 30 years uh, with the company, um, you know, that were, you know, told that this is, you know, the point where they're going to have to separate ways. So I think, you know, this is my personal opinion. I think if the airlines uh, would have gotten a bailout sooner and would have been able to get planes going, I think people's confidence might have changed a little bit in getting on a plane. You know, if there was testing and things like that or some kind of process to say, all right, you know, you've been tested or you've, you know, whatever you've you know, you can travel, you know, because you have been tested recently or recent days or weeks, whatever. Um, I think that would have changed. I think just people are slightly reluctant still to get on a, a tin tube and fly across the country in either direction, um, you know, just to go to a, you know, a theme park. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, and the flip side of that is, is they just don't have the funds to go. I mean, sure. a lot of people are not at work. So, um, you know, and there's a whole lot of politics that go with that. And I don't want to get this, in, I don't want to get into politics by any stretch of the imagination, but, um, you know, our, our nation's leaders didn't help us when they said they were supposed to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we didn't get everything back open. Um, you know, I, I feel bad that other parks are open mm-hmm. and Disneyland's not open. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't think that California got a disproportionate uh, degree of uh, COVID-19. But I think it does, it does, you know, I I guess if you're in California and maybe Jen can speak to this because she's our California buddy. Um, You know, if you're in California and you're a Disney fan, how do you feel? Are you, are you excited? Are you, are you not excited? Are you happy that, you know, your leadership, the, the, the governor and the leadership in California is like, no, we can't have it open right now. You know, we can't do this. You know, we have to wait till it's safe. You know, football games are going on. Yeah. You know, other things are happening. 
So you just don't, I don't get it. It's one of those weird things that mm-hmm. pandemic is just exposing some very weird idiosyncrasies about our, our nation and our leadership. So, it's tragic, man. I, I feel so bad for the cast members. Yeah. And I hope you know. Disney's got a good plan, you know, uh, to try and bring them back, you know, at least, you know, I'm sure they were all hired back uh, employees. Um, I mean, I mean, it may be a good time for the company to thin the herd too, but of uh, you know bad seeds. But hopefully, uh, you know, they have some kind of uh, a plan that says you know if park levels get to this and this, we can start bringing back X amount of employees, you know, right. for that, uh, and then uh, you know rehire these people back, and hopefully still, you know, allow them to keep their tenure. You know, if you were there 34 years, well, we're just going to, you know, keep the clock running as if you never left. Uh, you know, it'd be sad if they make them start all over again from scratch, you know. Right. You know, as day one right. employees, that will be horrible, horrific. Right. You know, so. So, yeah. All right. Let's try to let's talk about something good. Yep. And fun. Let's move on. The Wave and Kona Cafe has added mobile order options to the My Disney Experience. I just want to hear the, you know, uh, the applause. Yeah. How could I hear that? But I can't hear the music. How is that possible? Because this is built into Ecamm. Ah. Hmm. So uh, Walt Disney World Resort annual pass holders can once again receive 30% off on select purchases at the. Oh, wait. No, that's not right. Oh, that's not the right thing. That's not the right article. (laughs) Scratch that. Apparently, (laughs) copy and paste is an issue. Yeah. So the Wave and Kona uh, have added mobile ordering to their options, which is great. I'm still waiting for the Ohana experience because uh, I tried ordering it. uh, I tried doing uh, uh, Sanaa this weekend. And the thing was... um, they only had like uh, a weird time, like five or six. I was like, oh, I was looking right. for something a little bit later. And there was no, I was like, right. how do you not have a later time for pickup? You're, yeah. you're making it, I'm picking so, up. I don't, uh, need a, I don't need a table. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, Sanaa opened at, at Disney's Animal Kingdom, Kanani Village, uh, with select table service restaurants around Walt Disney World, introducing to-go or mobile ordering options. Uh, so, now they've added the wave, dot, 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 of American flavors at the Contemporary and Kona Cafe at Disney's Polynesian Village. Uh, so, when you go to the My Disney Experience app, you'll see the to-go option, and you click on it, and you'll be able to mute, view the mobile order menu and meal times, which is what Tony's talking about, which is really, yeah. really strange. Yeah. Uh, so, the restaurants open, you'll be able to choose for an arrival window and build your order. So the question, the question that I have mm-hmm. is, let's say you make this order and you you go, and I think I, we talked about this last week. Yeah. You make you your have, order. Do you have to park? And you go. How do you get the order if you're not staying on the property? Yeah. So what do you tell the security guy? Service. Yeah. What do you tell the security guy? And then where do I put my car? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm I got not a parking. I, I'm, here. Nope. Yeah. I, I listen. Yeah, I would no, just pull up. God. Yeah. I would. I would just pull up to the Porta Cachero and go. I'm here to pick up my order. I'm just going to run inside and get it. Yeah. 
Right. That's what that's what I would tell the valet guy or the bell service guy. That's what I would do. Yeah. 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 If anybody has tried this, the the pickup, not the mobile order, I know how that works, but the pickup, like if any of you all locals have done any of these uh, you know, uh pickup uh things at any of the restaurants. And you're not staying on property. Yeah. And, and you're not, not staying on property. Yeah, and not staying on property. You all know who you are. Right. Yeah. All right. Next we up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, D23 uh, shared official dates for the D23 Expo, which is now going to be in 2022. Uh, So D23, the official Disney fan club, shared an update regarding the next Expo convention. Also bringing news that the event will be delayed a year. Probably a very good move on their part. Uh, They are excited to announce that the next D23 Expo will be held September 9th to the 11th of 2022. The convention center is probably ecstatic. (laughs) We got a booking. (laughs) Somebody's willing to come back. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) They're like, turn on the lights, clean the carpets. (laughs) Start start defunking it now. Yeah. It'll take us a while. It's a big building. Yeah. Uh, D23 Expo 2022 will celebrate unlike any other as they give fans the first look at the plans for the incredible 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company. Hence the D23 2022. Yeah. I I think this might be an expo that we, we might have to go to. I think we probably should. We should probably just kind of go ahead and put spurs to it and make it happen. Yeah. If they're going to start celebrating the uh, 100th anniversary of the company the year before and lay out the plans, I think that's something I want to hear. Start saving now for the sorcerer's package. (laughs) It'll be bright. What's that, (laughs) $20,000? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) It's a car payment. I don't know. No, it's Uh, not a car payment. It's a car. It's a car. That's what I meant. It's a car. (laughs) Uh, Shanghai Disney will be even more wicked than ever this Halloween. Guests are invited to wear the most creative Halloween costumes and celebrate the spookiest season of the year from October 5th uh, today, as we record this, through November 1st, 2020 at Shanghai Disney Resort. Okay, so Shanghai is open. Tokyo mm-hmm. Disneyland is open. Tokyo Disney Sea is open, right? Mm-hmm. Disneyland Paris is open. Mm-hmm. Walt Disney World Resort is open. Mm-hmm. What in the blue blazes is going on in California? <laughs> Governor Newsom. No comment. Uh, Shanghai Disneyland guests will enjoy hauntingly fun decorations and some not-so-scary surprises this Halloween. Costume park goers will also hunt for trick-or-treat locations throughout the resort and receive sweet surprises from cast members, but only if they say the magic words, give me that candy. It's probably not the magic words, probably trick-or-treat, but I would say, give me that candy. Plus, a new two-day Halloween party on October 30th and 31st will treat guests to an immersive Halloween experience with character encounters, dance parties, live music, and special fireworks. But I won't be there because, A, I'll be watching The Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. Because it comes out on the 30th. Uh, Miguel's hometown of Santa Cecilia will come to life in the Coco-themed area in Adventure Isle, October 12th through November 8th. And Daring 
guests can head to Treasure Cove for the return of the popular Ghost Pirates, colon, A Tale of Darkness. Uh, but beware, because anyone making their way through the immersive pirates world in Shipwreck Shore should be on the lookout for the cursed crew, or they may become cursed themselves. Plus, guests won't want to miss the chance to join live DJ... <laughs> And host on stage, show off their costumes in the This Is Halloween interactive dance party in Tomorrowland. The fan favorite Donald's Halloween treat cavalcade. We'll return to the parade route each evening with Donald Duck and Daisy Duck leading a procession of Disney villains, including Hades, Maleficent, Dr. Facilier, and the Queen of Hearts, all accompanied by a soundtrack of classic Halloween-themed Disney songs. Guests should also have their cameras ready to snap pics of Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Duffy, and all their friends who will be joining the cavalcade in the Halloween costumes as an extra spooky surprise this Halloween. Select Disney villains will also make occasional appearances in the enchanted storybook castle balcony at the new villain balcony walk hmm. okay go maleficent and go so it sounds like they're having a not so scary halloween party i can only guess uh this is what it sounds like to me for two days, though, for two days. Following the success of last year's Halloween Day Spectacular, this year the Halloween celebration is being extended to two days of frightful fun with Halloween days of spooktacular parties creeping late into the night on October 30th and 31st. Guests with party tickets will be able to visit five different party zones throughout Shanghai Disneyland with uh, all with live DJs and selfie spots with Disney villains. So you're saying that they can do Halloween parties. That's what I'm saying. They're doing a Halloween party for two days. What 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 country is Shanghai in? China. China. <laughs> Just leave that candy right there where it is and walk away with moving, the moving moving forward. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, uh, we have on good word that the uh, Disney uh, Walt Disney World mini van service uh, has been discontinued. So uh, They were given the word that the minivan uh, cast members are among the 28,000 cast members being released. Uh, The minivan service was Disney's official rideshare option for introduced in 2017. At the D23 Expo, began shuttling uh, guests to and from locations. Then they expanded out to the airports, and then they went to other places. But now it is all done for right now. So uh, if you're looking for a rideshare service, you're going to have to go back to your original Uber, Lyft people uh, for ride-sharing on Disney property. So. Mm. Well, from the airport, because Magical Express is really not magical anymore if they're not going to take your luggage. So you might as well. You might as well get in an Uber. Might you as know. well. Uber yeah. too. Or just call us. We'll, we'll flat fee. We'll do it. We'll take care of you. Yeah. Won't be it'll be expensive. less than $150. Yeah, it will be. And it'll be much nicer service. You listen to Disney music and have a whole and I, time. Yes, I have plenty of Disney music in my car. Yeah, I do as well. Mm. We should do that. <laughs> it's the Disney Parks Transportation Service. For, for an ad fee, I'll sing. <laughs> 
for a higher fee, he won't sing. That's right. That's that's the that, trick. That's the trick. <laughs> uh, for the we've got a, an update on the Grand Floridian. Uh, Narcusis has reopened. Uh, the hotel rooms are uh, at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa have recently reopened, uh, prompting some operational changes throughout the resort. Apparently, they got the funk of the NBA out of it, so uh, it's all like basketball shoes and sweat. I'm just saying, it's, it's basketball, you know, like football. You know, we we sweat when we play sports. The national, the last, <laughs> the last National Basketball Association teams have left the Grand Floridian, <laughs> and the security fences have been removed. Now playing at the Grand Floridian. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> okay. So uh, on September 21st, the resort's hotel room is reopened to the public for the first time since March. Stop and think about that. On September 21st, the resort hotel room is reopened to the public since March. That's crazy. With more guests staying at property, Disney has also reopened waterfront restaurant Narcoosies. It joins the Grand Floridian Cafe and Gasparilla Island Grill as dining options. Enchanted Rose and the Beaches Pool Bar are also available. Uh, meanwhile, 1900 Park Fair, Citra Coast, and Victoria and Alberts remain closed at this time. Note that dining reservations can be difficult to come by due to the limited offerings and reduced seating capacity. Both the beach pool and courtyard pool are operating. However, early reports indicate that Alice in Wonderland-themed kids' play area has not yet reopened. Why? Because it's a very small space. It's uh, interesting that uh, all right. So they opened Narcosis, which of the two restaurants are the smaller of the two. Mm-hmm. And if they're not going to open them at full blown one hundred percent capacity, I mean, then Narcosis becomes like really small. Yeah. <laughs> so intimate, very intimate would be yeah. the words that they prefer us use. It'd be like dining at Victoria and Alberts, except outside. Sure. And you can wear shorts. And you can wear uh, shorts. Direct boat service between the Grand Floridian and Magic Kingdom has resumed. Crap, I got the hiccups. And a brand new walking path connecting the two destinations expected to make its debut at any time. No announcement has been made regarding new performances for Walt Disney World's flagship resort. So they got rid of the orchestra. Are they planning on bringing new people in? I don't know. Animatronics that could sing. <laughs> you know, damn, we've been placed with animatronics. I don't, I don't know. Citricos, I, I would, I would have thought they would have opened Citricos before Narcosis, but I guess that's just me. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's a reason. Maybe they were doing some staging in uh, Citricos for the NBA guys. Mm. They didn't clean it up yet. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I just work here. Yeah. It'll be nice when the NBA is gone, gone. I think that's not going to happen until the 13th of October. Yeah. They've got a few more games left. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, don't forget, uh, go over to visit us at T Public. I'll put the ticker up for that. We have some great things for sale, like this Nine Old Men mask that you can buy and other things. And uh, a dollar, I think, 
or more of the proceeds go to uh, charity too. So, oh, sweet. Yep. So go get that at tpublic.com. That's T-E-E public.com forward slash stores forward slash Disney dash hyphen parks hyphen podcast. Right. Gotcha. Got it? Hey, kids. How about a little headline news? And now, the headline news. All right. right. Uh, Let's start with uh, Walt Disney World is named the most eco-friendly tourist attraction in the world. All because of paper straws, boys and girls. You did it. Congratulations, Disney. Uh, so now my Frappuccino suffers, but you get tagged the most eco-friendly tourist attraction in the world. That's terrific. Uh, Frontier Airlines is offering free flights to anyone named Orlando. <laughs> so this I say to you, if you can get a judge to legally change your name quickly <coughs> so that on your driver's license it says Orlando... You can come to Orlando for free. This, this is great news for Orlando Jones, Tony Orlando, Orlando, Orlando Bloom. Orlando, yeah, Orlando Bloom. All those cats are going to be coming to Orlando anytime yeah. soon. For free, yo. For free. That's I think funny. that's a funny offer. I I, I was that's like, oh, that's, that's great. That's great. They should do it for every city. If your name is Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> your name is Angel. Yeah. If your yeah. name is John F. Kennedy, we'll send you to New York. <laughs> That's right. Uh, God, I think that was fantastic. They should start doing another city. So. If your name is Cleveland, <laughs> there are some Clevelands, Grover Cleveland. Yeah. 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 Cleveland Alexander. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, Disney is to release Mulan October 6th for on-demand streaming outside of the Disney Plus platform. So Trying to recoup some of that cash it lost. If you have Amazon or Voodoo or any of those other platforms, yep. you may find Mulan on there. I don't think you're going to find it for cheaper than $29.99, but mm-hmm. you can take a look uh, in a couple days. Do your best, kid. Do your best. Yep. Uh, Mr. Iger uh, resigned from the task force in California uh, where the Theme Park Association, uh, he disagrees with the proposed reopening rules for Disneyland. Uh, And these rules were uh, 25% capacity and then only uh, people from certain zip codes would be able to visit uh, the theme park. And they were obviously ones around the Orange County area in California. Nice. So Bob says, yeah, that doesn't sound like it's going to help us much. That's not going to work for me. I'm out. Yeah. Take my toys and go home. Yeah. You know, Bob Uh, seems to be a quitter. He left, uh, you know, Trump's thing. He left the the governor's thing. Apparently, if he disagrees politically, he's a quitter. He's tried to leave Disney twice. Yeah. Quitter Iger. Quitter Iger. 
Quit Iger. Bob Quitter Iger. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Disneyland, they have now canceled hotel reservations through October 17th. Listen, I said this the last time. Just stop taking reservations until you know you can open. Why take them and then have to cancel them? Isn't that a lot of work? Dude, I don't think they're taking him. I think that they have these reservations made year a year or so in advance. You think so? Oh, dude, coming from oh, dude, coming from I, the. I trap think they're still. I think they're still taking them. They probably were a few, but I'm telling you, plan vacations. People don't do like we're going to wake up on a ter- Tuesday and go on vacation that often. They plan. I, I, I get that. I get that. I get that. You know, I just still think they're taking them. That's my weird thing. Okay. Uh, and then uh, we spoke about not on the show somewhere else uh, closing time at Disney Sp- Springs has been now extended uh, through the end of 2020 uh, and it's just on the weekends uh, Friday and Saturday they've extended uh, to a later time so you can for you locals um, go early though because the parking garages get the capacity and then it's game over yeah so Go early, stay late, and uh, wear your mask. That's all I'd have to say. Absolutely. Well, all right, guys, we appreciate you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen. If you're not doing anything on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time, come join us on Facebook, uh, Instagram. I think we put it out, literally, we put it on Facebook and YouTube all over the place uh, at Disney Parks Podcast, and uh, we can watch us live. Uh, If you're listening to the replay, that's great. You can find us all over the Internet at your favorite podcast catcher. And if we're not, shoot us an email at uh, DisneyParksPodcast at gmail.com and let us know where you'd like to like us to be so you can listen to us come find us over at disneyparkspodcast.com you can find all of our show archives uh show notes and uh blog posts links to our amazing friends and sponsors like uh, our good friends at destinations to travel if you're looking for a travel agent please consider destinations destinations to travel uh you can fill out a quick little form at disneyparkspodcast at gmail.com no, sorry. DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two travel. Sorry about that. And uh, if you'd like to help support the show, come on over to uh, Patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. And if we don't see you online, we will definitely see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 